0: Welcome in, everyone. We are here to talk some streaming strategies and waiver pickups for week 17 in the NHL. And this week includes the All Star game and festivities. So we've got to do things a little bit differently, all right? I'm going to give you everything you need to get an advantage over your upcoming opponents. It's what I got to do, all right? Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL today. Yes, it's Fantasy NHL Today. I am your host, Blake Creamer. Thank you so much for joining me again. Thanks for making me a part of your day. I really appreciate that. Um, I do go through some of the statistics of the show, and just, again, I'm always just floored that people are listening to this, <laughs> you know, because I'm a fantasy head, no question, but uh, it's it's just awesome to know that there are other people out there looking to get an advantage uh, in, in uh, fantasy, and, and I just love this stuff, so... I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, while you're at it, please go over to Twitter. Follow me at Blake Creamer SE. Come on. I'll keep asking you until I, you know, just smash 1,000 1, uh, followers, and I'll never mention it again, okay? So you know what you have to do if you want to shut me up. All right? That's what we got. So, um, yeah, we've we've got an uh, interesting week coming up. It's uh, this week 17 in the NHL um, it's, it's going to be, um, a different one, obviously because of the all-star festivities. So it's not uh one week, it's actually two weeks. So it's going to be 14 days and that's going to equal week 17 in your, on your apps. Um, so yeah, it's uh, the, the interesting thing about this and, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about this, but yeah, it's, it, it's not really going to change a lot of things. It's just spreading out the regular amount of games over two weeks. So we'll show you what to do, but um, I didn't want to get into that much news, but we've had some stuff go on, so i got to talk about it. Um, so we will talk about some NHL news. News! 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 First off, Austin Matthews diggity dank oh man this this guy's he's out for a minimum three weeks um you know with a knee injury so I don't know this is rough um you know rough for the Leafs but In my opinion, I I honestly think that this was sort of a planned time for him to get this knee sorted out just so he could be, you know, nice and healthy going into the playoffs. I think he's been battling this injury for a while. You know, uh, they've said as much uh, from the Leafs there. So I, I, I have a feeling this is a strategic move just to get him healthy for the playoffs, but it still sucks. All right. Let's agree on that. So, uh, for fantasy purposes, uh, you know, obviously everybody gets a boost there. William Nylander's going to continue to do his thing. He's, he's going to be the go-to there with uh, Mitch Marner and Tavares, uh, you know, th- those guys. But Pontus Holmberg is the guy who's, you know, going to be moving up in the lineup. He's going to play on line two with Nylander. And Bunting is now on uh, power play one, taking uh, the spot of, of Matthews there. So, Bunt, Michael Bunting. Good name there, L- lovely guy, all right? Um, yeah, so that that's that's really it. Um, you know, I, I would say, so three weeks, minimum three weeks, that's what they said. I, I don't really like that wording when, when they say that, minimum three weeks. That makes me think it's going to be longer, but let's take them at their word. Let's, let's look at three weeks. So three weeks from now takes us to February 17th. That's five games. Uh, okay, if the timing is correct. So, obviously, that could be a lot worse. So, just take a breath, uh, Leaf fans and Matthew's owners, myself included. I've got him on two teams. What are you doing, Austin? God, jeez. Oh, you, you, you're killing me, man. But five games, that could be a lot worse. So, hopefully, that's all it is. And he comes back and, and obviously gets back to his scoring ways. That's sort of been missing a little bit this season. He's still having a good season and, and doing crazy stuff out there with the Periffs. You know, he's hitting like a madman. Buddy. We need you to score some goals. What what the hell are you doing? But uh, yeah, get well soon, buddy. Get back in three weeks or sooner, please. Come on. Um, and then in other news, uh, just breaking now, just as I'm doing my episode here, Ilya Makayev of the Vancouver Canucks, he's going to be out for the season with ACL surgery for an injury that he suffered in the preseason. Sheesh. What? Uh, yeah, man, this, this guy's a beast. Um, yeah, it's sucky news for, for Makayev. Um, but you know, it kind of explains a lot. I mean, what a trooper this guy is. He, you know, damaged, uh, you know, damaged knee uh, th- throughout the whole season, and and he's still kind of ripping around out there. You know, so we haven't seen what Makayev can be for the Canucks, and and this is unfortunate. But the the timing of uh, the shutdown makes sense. I mean, I think it's eight months until next season or something like that. So you know, this is going to give him plenty of time. He's going to have the surgery. He's going to have plenty of time to rest up and be ready for next season but uh, yeah just a just a tough one just another blow for the Canucks uh, in this this debacle season that they're having Ho- hopefully some good comes out of out of all this season the Canucks did get the win tonight 5-1 over the lowly Columbus Blue Jackets so you know <laughs> it it can't it can't really get much worse and, and if it does maybe they get Connor Bedard so I don't know you know what what are we it's, it's weird times for Canucks fans right now, but uh, Makayev going out for the season, that's that's just not something I expected. You know, and it sucked. I saw an interview with him. The guy was getting a bit emotional about it. So he, he seems like a beauty to me. And, you know, he's been a bit injury prone throughout his career. So I hope he, you know, gets the surgery. He's going to get the surgery he needs and just rehab that thing up to 100% and get the biz next season. I, I liked what I saw out of Ilya Makayev this season. And so it's nice to know he, he, he can probably bring more to the table. Anyways, that's it for the news. I just wanted to throw those out there. Now, let's talk about the week that's coming up. Let's talk about the schedule. As I said, week 17 is two actual weeks in total. It's Monday, January 30th to February 12th. It's roughly the same amount of games as a regular week. So, as I said, just spread out over the two. All nights besides next Saturday, um, I would consider light days. So... We'll get into that, but you can go stream crazy over this time, basically streaming any day of the week besides Saturday. So you need to check and see how many moves you're able to make in your weekly leagues. In my leagues, the moves don't really change, so um, it's still only four. Most of my leagues have four moves that I can do, so we need to be smart with these moves, and we're going to talk about how to do that, all right? But first, let's get to it. All right, so we'll start with... um, January 30th, that's the Monday, okay? So on the Monday, there's only one game. Tuesday, there's three games. And Wednesday, there's two games. Then the next four days are off. There's no games being played because that's the all-star game and the festivities there. Then the next Monday, we're back in action here with six games. That's um, uh, February 6th. So six games on February 6th. Then six games on the Tuesday. Then only two games on the Wednesday. Seven games on the Thursday Thursday four games on the Friday, and then the Saturday is the B for uh, 14 games on the Saturday, then only four games on Sunday, so you can see, you can stream every day there besides Saturday, Saturday is going to be jam-packed, no question, so you're going to want to avoid that, we're going to tell you how to do that, all right, but yeah, you can see, it's just just a strange week coming up, so it's, um, this is a really important show, because it's best for you to be prepared, because I don't, you know, uh, some people might not be kind of digging into what, what this, this uh, couple weeks looks like. So you already got an advantage if you're even thinking about it. So let's go, go for it. Um, let, let's talk about this. The, the, there's um, nine teams with four games. Um, and no, no team plays more than four games, which is a surprise. Over two weeks, um, there's nine teams that play four. And these are, these are really the teams that you're going to be streaming from um, because there's so many available days to stream. You basically want to just get the teams with the most amount of games. So these, these are your teams that you're going to be looking at. Teams with four games are the Anaheim, Ducks, Edmonton Oilers, Minnesota Wild, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Seattle Kraken, Tampa Bay Lightning, and your Vancouver Canucks. All right, my Vancouver Canucks. Um, so that's the nine teams there. There are 16 teams that play three games. I'm not going to list them all. And then there are um, seven teams that play two games. So that is Boston, Buffalo, LA, Nashville, Ottawa, St. Louis, and Winnipeg. Those are the teams that play only two games in the two-week stretch. So um, any of your fringe guys on those teams, you're going to want to get that garbage out of here. All right? Drop them like it's lukewarm. Get them out of your sight. Yeah, um, it's going to be a rough week for, you know, for the, for the uh, premium players on those teams. Um, you know, your Pasternak's, your Tage Thompson's, all those guys, uh, you know, Ottawa, all the studs on that team. So, yeah, it's going to be a rough go there. So that's why we got to stream our brains out, all right, and, and get the advantage here. So let's talk about who has the best schedule. And I think there are two clear winners, but again, this week, it doesn't really matter, right? The only really, the, the, the really important thing you want to do in this upcoming two weeks here is dodge that Saturday. You can get games in any other place. So, um, you know, take this all just for what it's worth, right? If you see a streamer, you, you can pick them up. It, that's, you know, as long as it's not the Saturday, you should be good to go. But I'm going to give you some ideas here on how you can maximize. To me, the best schedule for week 17 is going to be the Anaheim Ducks and the Seattle Kraken. They both play four games, so that's great. And all of their games are on the light days. So both those teams are missing the Saturday with the 14 games. So that's great. So while we're on the subject, why don't we just talk about Anaheim and Seattle and talk about some of the streamers you can pick up on that team, on those teams, all right? So um, both teams have kind of <laughs> different uh, you know, skill sets here. To me, Seattle is, is the team that I would prefer. Um, the Kraken, their whole team is basically streamer level. So these guys are all available. And they're all you know on various uh, parts of hot streaks or cold streaks. I mean, these guys are in and out of rosters all season for me personally and just in the leagues that I'm in. So I, I think Seattle is the team you really want to target to get these games because if you miss it on one guy, there's two or three other guys that you can just go grab, right? But anyways, let's talk about Anaheim first. The players you want to look at on Anaheim, uh, Mason McTavish, he's 14% rostered. Um, he, he's picking it up a bit. And uh, one thing about McTavish is he brings the pariffs, um a little bit. So he's giving you some cross-category coverage. His uh, deployment is strong. You know, he's getting 15 to 18 minutes a night. I like that. Cam Fowler, to me, next up, if you need some D, he's 11% rostered. I, I like Cam Fowler a lot, and especially in weeks like this, I think he should be rostered. This guy is getting great deployment, you know, 25 minutes plus a night. He's getting power play time. And I've talked about this in the last couple pods. I think teams like Anaheim, teams that are well out of the playoff picture, these guys are looser, you know they're not gripping the sticks as tight they're able to play spoiler for teams that are really struggling you know with pressure trying to get into the playoffs so um, these teams can have big games they, they can play spoiler and, and uh, I, lo- I like that so take a look at Cam Fowler um, Adam Henrique is another player on the Ducks that I like he you know he's, he's been playing well lately 12% rostered Yahoo um, you know I'm not going to do a deep dive into Henrique, but he, he's, he's playing well as of late and then Frank Vitrano. 4% rostered on Yahoo. He's coming off a hat trick. You know, <laughs> let's see if he can do it again. My boy, Big Frankie. Frank Rizzo. Frank Vetrano. Love that guy. Um, you know, the neat thing about Vetrano is his advanced stats uh, look good as well. I was talking about him on the pod the other day. And, yeah, he's putting a lot of, uh, just offensively, he's, he's really driving play when he's out on the ice there. He's putting a lot of pucks towards the net, getting a lot of scoring chances. And, obviously, he capitalized last game with a hat trick. I wouldn't expect that again, but, uh, you know, he's out there. 4%. And let's move on to Seattle. Um, now, again, Seattle, the, their whole team is basically streamer level. Uh, I, I like that. So when Seattle has a good streaming schedule, it's it's good in one way because you have so many options, but it's also bad in another way because you could pick the wrong option, right? So, and that'll probably happen. That'll really piss you off, but that's okay. Let's look at, for Seattle, Maddie Beneers, okay? Uh, we got to check on his injury status, right? He's, he's out right now. He took a hit in the Vancouver game from that long-necked beauty, Tyler Myers, that trade bait, Tyler Myers, get him out of my sight. Um, sh- Actually, he's a nice guy too, so whatever. Um, but yeah, Matty Beniers, he's 45% rostered. Definitely, you know, before next next Monday, you want to check his injury status because he'd be a great uh, great player to roster for this, up, uh, this upcoming week. Uh, next up, uh, sa- same kind of boat, Andre Bur- Burakovsky, 43% rostered. You know, these are the offensive guys. They're going to get you those offensive statistics. Jared McCann is in that boat as well you know, mostly for shots and goals. He's only 30% rostered. And then there's just a slew of players that I think, you know, are, are reasonable pickups. So how about Jordan Eberle, um, Bjorkstrand, uh, Ely Tolvenin. And Ryan Donato, even, he's getting some, some reps on the top line there in Seattle. I'm um, air-quoting top line. Um, yeah, they, <laughs> you know, he's playing with Eberly and I don't even know the other guy. I'd have to look it up. But, yeah, he, he's, he's actually put some points together in the last few games. So Donato's going to be there, no question. These guys are all rostered under 30%. To me, of those four, I think Bjorkstrand is the most appealing just because, um, first off, he's, he's having a down season. There's no question about that. He's like the only Seattle Kraken that's actually having a down season. But he's still very valuable. Bjorkstrand shoots. He shoots the lights out. Um, this, this guy's, um, you know, he's done it before in the past. He's up at 2.6 shots per game. I like that, um, but he, he's, he's down in his ice time. So last season, he averaged just under 18 minutes with Columbus. And this season, he's only averaging 15 and a half minutes with Seattle. So he's being minimized a little bit. And um, yeah, they're, they're not really giving him the reins there. Plus his shooting percentage is down. He only's got nine goals on the season, but that could turn around quickly. I think Bjorkstrand is a sniper. Um, I've, I've drafted him in leagues before and he scores in bunches. He's a streaky player. And Seattle is scoring a crap ton of goals. So um, that said too, uh, Bjorkstrand's getting power play time. Lots of power play time, mostly on power play too. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But I like Bjorkstrand out of those, those last four streamers there. I think he's a sneaky pick and he's right wing. So you can probably get him into your lineup there. Anyways, that's what I got to say on Seattle. So that's Anaheim and Seattle. The next best schedule is basically any four game team, okay, with an eye on the Saturday. Okay, you got to make sure if you're going to put these guys in, they, they mostly play on the Saturdays. So you got to make sure you can fit um, that player in. And uh, again, the teams that have four games uh, besides Anaheim and Seattle are Edmonton, Minnesota, New York Rangers, New York Islanders, Philly, Tampa, and Vancouver. So I thought just for fun, let's do one slash two players from each team that you can stream from those uh, teams. All right, let's start with Edmonton. Edmonton, my pick would be Evan Bouchard. Uh, he's 52% rostered, and the fact that I'm even saying pick up Evan Bouchard that means it's slim pickings here in Edmonton. All right, this this is, <laughs> he's not having a good season. Uh, obviously, I like the player. You know, he's a great player, and he'll he'll be good uh, throughout his career. But I mean, the deployment he's getting right now is a joke, and he he doesn't have a point in six games. It's ugly. All right, um, but. I don't know. Maybe he'll get power play one. I don't think so. Not this season, my guy, but he should probably be rostered for this week. um, You know, if, if you miss out on some of those other guys, all right, moving on, we're going to talk about the Minnesota wild. Uh, My there's, there's some options there. You can get Hartman. You can get all, you know, uh, some other guys there, Goudreau, but I like Sam Steele. All right. He's rostered 4% on Yahoo. He's a top line center with Kaprasov and Matty Zooks, and he's getting power play two. And he's getting really solid deployment. One thing, um, Sam Steele, uh, I was talking about him the other day um, in the recap show. He put together a nice game in his last game here. He had a bunch of coursey four, a lot of scoring chances. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but um, you know he's centering that top line. He played 20 minutes and 45 seconds in the last game. That's nice. Um, and this guy's 4%. You can, you can go pick him up, no problem. He had zero points, but two shots, three hits, two blocks. He's out there for a while. He's got access to good players. I think Sam Steele's your man. So, you know, pick him up if you want to get a Minnesota player. Next up, the Rangers. There's a couple players I like there. Keandre Miller, I have to throw him in here. He's 52% rostered. This guy is, I think they call him B for Sutherland on the team, all right? 24 starring B for Sutherland slash Keandre Miller. This man. Yeah, uh, he bangs. We we know he bangs, all right? But uh, take a look at some of these numbers. Um, You know, his deployment's good, first off. He's 20 minutes, over 20 minutes every night. Last game, he had eight hits. The game before that, three shots, four hits, two blocks. I mean this guy's the peripheral beast. and prior to that he was actually getting some offense. So you know five goals, 20 assists on the season. he's not getting any power play time really, so you're not you're not getting anything there, but he just does it all. And as far as the streamer goes this this guy's an amazing defenseman uh, give you cross category coverage in cats leagues. um the other guy I would target is Philip Hedel on this team. seventeen um, percent rostered, Yahoo. He had a great game. He just had a really good game uh, in the 4-1 win they had against Vegas tonight. Um, his goal was beautiful. Like, just kind of sums up uh, what this guy brings to the table. What a beast. I mean, he he basically went one on two and just didn't give up on the play and, and tapped it in. It's a, it's a nice goal if you see it on highlights. But he's got four goals in his last three games. Um, you know, five points in his last three games. And he's putting up decent peripherals. I think Hedl's getting hot. They put the kid line together again. It's Lafreniere, Hedl, and uh, Capo, Caco. So, yeah, I like Hedl. You know, he's got dual eligibility too in Yahoo, so you could probably probably pick him up there. That's what I got to say about that. New York Islanders. I'm looking at John Gabriel Pajot. He's 25% rostered. Again, not going to blow the doors down. Certainly not offensively, but cross-category coverage. I like that, you know, and if you're in a face-off league, he's good there too. Next up, Philly. We've talked about these guys at length, and basically ever since their five-game week, these guys should be rostered, both of them, I think, in Cats Leagues especially. Kevin Hayes in a points league and Scott Lawton in a Cats League. Those are my two guys from Philly. Kevin Hayes is shooting the lights out. We talked about that a lot with... um, you know, when I had TJ on from the five hole fantasy hockey podcast. So not going to talk too much on Kevin Hayes, but he's only 49% rostered. He's out there. He's a, he's their main offensive option. Him and connect Uh He's getting power play time. He's getting a ton of deployment. You got to get him, All right. And then Scott Lawton, 34% rostered. This guy, he played 24 minutes last game, you know, and his deployment's been way up across the board he hits, he's getting points, he should be rostered for sure, um, so see if you can fit him into your roster, I like that player, for Tampa, Tampa Bay, uh, a couple guys just want to mention, Alex Kalorn had a great game in his last game, he's 24% rostered, he's getting, you know, he's doing Alex Kalorn things, he's, he's just, you know, meandering along, i will probably get, you know, 45, 50 points, but yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good stream play, I think. And he had a nice perif game as well the other day. And then Nick Paul is the other guy, um, you know, in that next tier of players in Tampa. He's only 20% rostered, so I like both those players. And lastly, the Vancouver Canucks. We're looking at Big Koozie. I'm just going to keep talking about this man because I think he's awesome. And he's got a nice head of hair. Kuzmenko, 52% rostered on Yahoo. We, we know what he brings to the game. And obviously, it it, it seems clear now that Pedersen and Kuzmenko are kind of a one-two. And there's been a lot of talk on Twitter and in Vancouver media about, you know, Kuzmenko even being signed just to, you know, to help Pedersen, basically, because Pedersen likes him. And so, you know, well, sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think there might be a little truth to that. Kuzmenko and Pedersen have been playing very well together. So I, I think... You got to get him. You got to pick up Kuzmenko, especially in points leagues, right? Um, you know, Cats, he's not really bringing much to the table there, but I, I think he's a must-roster player. You got to pick him up at this point. And then Luke Shen, Cats League beast. He He's incredible, actually. He's had a great season. I, I, I know that people want Canucks to trade these guys. They want us to trade Luke Shen. Again, this is the type of player you want on the team. I don't know. You got to find a way to fit him in. Get rid of someone else. This is the type of player you want here. This guy's a beauty. So, obviously, he's not, he's not getting a ton of points, but his perifs are ridiculous. And then Brock Besser. I just got to throw in three from Vancouver. Brock Besser has the sickest flow in the league, no question. Um, his hair is amazing. His hair is like, a, um, like, you know, Lego characters when you take the helmet off and you can put hair on. Like, Besser's hair to me seems like a Lego character's hair. You can just pop on there. It's a perfect hair. Anyways. I love me some Bess, all right? He's probably gonna get traded. It sounds like the whole Canucks team is gonna get traded uh, um, here coming in the deadline. Actually, I I sort of agree with that. I mean, I love Besser, but I think it's time to go, you know, probably. So he could probably do something a little better in another city with less kind of spotlights on him there. Anywho, yeah, that's it for the the teams that have four games. I've, I've given you some players there to check out. So go see if they're available. Make sure it makes sense for your team. The next best schedule... Um, would be uh, there's San Jose and the Vegas Golden Knights. They both play three games and they're all on light nights. So, you know, they don't play the Saturday. So these are teams you can look at too. Um, and like I said, you can look at any team basically. You can stream your brains out, no problem. I'm just giving you some options here. But San Jose and Vegas, three games all on light nights. Uh, one player from San Jose I like, I've talked about him before, Logan Couture. He's a boring fantasy player. He's not going to blow the doors down, but he's just chipping away. He's on a 60-point pace, I think. Uh, he's center only. That's one of the only things against Logan Couture, in my opinion. But if you got utility spots or, you know, you have an injured center, Logan Couture is a great add there, and he's getting deployment, and he does things across all categories. So pick him up. Um, and then uh, Riley Smith for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, he's, uh, he's your points league guy. He, you know, he's... He's just locked into his line. They're still playing that same line in Vegas. So it's Marcia so, Riley Smith, and Wild Bill uh, Carlson. So that's a great line. They know what they're doing. Smith is, you know, he's going to chip away. He's going to get 50 points, 55 points with some power play two-time as well. He could get hot. I like Riley Smith as a player. And then for bangs, I think Braden McNabb, uh, you know, he's, he's like a Luke Shen, basically. Braden McNabb. So th- those are the guys that are available there. Anywho, those are the teams I've, I've talked about there. So I've given you some players for, for all the best schedules, I think. Um, we're going to talk about back-to-backs really quickly. So it's really important, especially in a week like this, we can use these back-to-backs. There's no question. So, and I would suggest that, and we'll talk about that in our strategy section. But let's look at the back-to-backs. So um, Carolina has a Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back. That's Tuesday the 31st and Wednesday the 1st. Um, they're the only team that has that. Um, there are three teams with a back-to-back Monday and Tuesday the next week, and sorry, I'll just give you the dates on that. That's February sixth and seventh. Um, so back-to-back Monday, Tuesday. It's Anaheim, the New York Islanders, and Tampa Bay Lightning. Then there are two teams with a Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. That's Minnesota Wild and the Vancouver Canucks. And then there are two teams with a Friday, Sunday schedule, um, and that's Anaheim and Seattle. So let's talk about some strategies, okay? So again, a little disclaimer. We're talking about streaming. We're talking about basically you have one spot on your roster that you're basically rotating a player through. So it's the worst player on your roster you feel good dropping them, you pick up someone else, and we're trying to maximize games, right? Because if your roster is full on a busy day, there are always players that bleed over into the bench that don't get to play, right? So that's why we stream. We try and make it so there's no players on the bench, and those players from the bench are playing on off nights. So, so we're maximizing our games, if that makes sense. So I like to have two streamer spots. I'll talk about a strategy with one streamer spot, and then I'll give a quick thing about two streamer spots, all right? So, what I would do, if you have one streamer spot, I would pick up a Carolina player for the back-to-back, that first back-to-back um, on the, what day is it? What did I say? Tuesday, Wednesday. So, let's look at some players from Carolina you can pick up. There's there's some good ones, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I like this team for streamers as well. Um, so, you're looking at to me, Toivo Teravainen, I talked about him in our last streamer show. He's still only 60% rostered, so he's out there. Toivo Teravainen would be the ideal streaming candidate for that back-to-back, right? Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, um, this back-to-back um, with Carolina, they only play three games. So they play those two games. Then they only play one game the next week. So, you know, Toivo Teravainen, to me, could be a rest-of-season guy. So I, I think he should probably be rostered at this point, so... You know, you'll have to figure it out, but if Toivo Teravinen is available, I would pick him up and probably hold him and then move somebody else off your roster. But you can always uh, Twitter message me, at me at Twitter, and uh, I'll give you my two cents uh, if you want to make some moves. Okay? But Toivo Teravinen, that's a guy to pick up. Brady Shea is available. And Seth Jarvis is the other one I really like um, that I think will be widely available. He's only 27% on Yahoo. He shoots, he hits okay for a forward, and, and he's getting good deployment. So, you know, Jarvis is, is in between 15 and 18 minutes a night. He's getting access to really good players. He's just not converting or doing much of anything. You dangus. But, uh, you know, uh, he's going to be a good player. He's just, he hasn't really kind of had it happen for him this year. But he's a great streamer for that Tuesday, Wednesday. All right. So I would pick up one of those Carolina players for the Tuesday, Wednesday. And then after, uh, sorry, after the Wednesday, I would drop that Carolina player or drop the worst player on your team. You know, one of those, one of, one, a player who's playing, um, you know, one of those two game weeks that I talked about earlier, uh, drop a player and pick up an Anaheim player, a New York Islanders player, or a Tampa Bay player, okay? Um, and they have the Monday, Tuesday back to back. Uh, for the next week. So, and one, one thing I forgot to mention here. So let's back it up a bit. You pick up that Carolina player for the back to back. That's one move and you get two games out of it. Okay. So again, after the Wednesday, you drop that player or drop a player and then pick up an Anaheim, a New York Islanders player, or a Tampa Bay player for the Monday, Tuesday back to back. Now you've used two moves and that equals four games you've got already. All right. You follow me? You're with me. Okay. After that Monday, Tuesday back-to-back, you drop a player that you've picked up, okay? And you pick up a Minnesota or a Vancouver player for the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back, okay? So now you've used three moves and you've got six games, okay? Three moves, six games. Now we're cooking, okay? Um, And I've, I've already named some players you can pick up from these teams. After that Thursday... (laughs) <laughs> you can drop that player and then pick up an Anaheim Ducks player or a Seattle Kraken player for the for the Friday-Sunday uh, schedule that they have. So that is four moves. You maximize your moves, and you've got eight games out of those four moves. Eight games extra on top of everything else. Ba-boom! That's how we do, all right? You got to just suffocate your opponent with games played um i always look and try at my best to either equal the games played that my opponent has or 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 beat it as best i can right and it's hard when you have good players that you can't drop you know if you ever need any advice again like i said just hit me up on twitter at me on twitter i'll take a look at your roster i'll give you my two cents you know i can help you out there so that's what i would do one streamer spot four moves eight games your love and life, okay. And I'm not going to go into; it gets a little complicated with two streamer spots. But if you do have two streamer spots, um, I would still pick up a Carolina player for that back to back. I think that's really important. Um, and then I would just grab um, an Anaheim or Seattle player and just hold them, and then kind of enact a bit of the strategy that I did up top there as best I can with your moves, right? But that's sort of that's that's where we're at. That's um, I think that's <laughs> I feel good about that. I feel good about that streaming strategy. This is an interesting week to do all that. And, and you can just go nuts. Honestly, I've, I've given you this strategy. But like I said, there are y- y- all those teams with three games. You can stream anybody in from those teams. So um, just go to your player list. Um, something I like to do is I go to you know whatever league I'm in. I go to their rank, their current rank. And I see who's, who's killing them right now. Also, I like to go to frozen tools um, at dauberhockey.com. That's a great resource. They have um, a section, uh, sorry, Dauber Sports. So it's frozenpool.daubersports.com. Sorry, just give them a shout out. It's a great resource. So you can head over there and they have recent trends. Uh, it's, a, it's a tab there and hot and cold players. And it gives you, it, it just tells you who's on a hot streak right now. So you, you can kind of get a little uh, um, glimpse into players that are just on a heater right now. And maybe you can choose one of those players. So, um, yeah, I feel good about that. I'm giving you what you need, and I wanted to keep this nice and short because I've been, you know, pumping out some content here. I'm gonna be on Twitter this weekend, uh, you know, tweeting my brains out again, just uh, trying to get you everything you need. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Do it. Come on. Um, I really would love. I love chatting with you guys about all this. Um, let me know what you think about these players. Let me know what you think about the strategy. Um, I hope it works for you. And honestly, let me know if you're going to watch the All Star Game too. I don't know. Let me let me know your thoughts on the All Star Game because I don't think I've watched the All Star Game since um, I don't know the year, but there was it was when Fox had it and they put that chip in the puck. If you if you guys know what I'm talking about, so you're watching it on the broadcast and the puck has a chip in it, and every time they take a slap shot, there's a a blue kind of trail that goes behind it, and it tells you the speed of the puck and. Um, it was kind of a fun all-star game, but I'm just not a big fan of it. I, I, I do like the skills competition. I got to admit that, but the actual game is just kind of, you know, reminds me of when I played drop in with my buddies. It's like, you know, I don't think I'll get back on defense this time. I just, it's, it's rough hockey to watch, but you know, whatever it's for the fans, for the kids. All right. So let me know what you think about the all-star game. Uh, let me know if you're going to be watching it, where you're watching it, what you're doing, all that stuff. All right, that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.